Hi, I'm Ray. I'm Veronica. And this is the Chick Lit Book Club Podcast. Welcome. We read a book and then we talk about it. <laughs> well, hello, Veronica. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Oh, happy new year. How was your new year? Oh, yes. Um, mine was okay. How was yours? Uh, you know, it was all right. I watched a little Bridgerton, so that was... Oh. So, We're going to get into that next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, first thoughts? I know you and I have talked about it, but we haven't really mentioned it on the podcast yet. So first thoughts, first impressions. It's it's beautiful. It is. It's visually stunning. It is. It's really, really pretty. Obviously, the costumes are impeccable. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. As they should be. <laughs> Um, for, also, yeah. the the gentleman, Whew. impeccably beautiful. S- yes, I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. S- Simon. I I just opened that link that you just sent over. I'm an e man. Um, I lost my thought chain of thought for a second. Yeah, your that, thoughts literally just scatter off into the wind. Yeah, you saw my like, eyes and was like it was gone. Um, just gone. Yeah, beautiful. Just be- Veronica just sent me a picture of a very beautiful man, and mm. yep. I, that picture also thoughts scattered, yeah. gone. Yeah, you know he kind of looks like um, Jensen Eccles from Supernatural a little bit, a little bit in the face. I see that. Yeah. I can see that. But God, I'm like, <laughs> I just saw the picture too. <laughs> but um, got really distracted. <laughs> um, but Bridgerton is yeah, it is beautiful, and the people in mm-hmm. it are beautiful. Um, it's interesting though how the personalities are a little different than the book um some of the exterior you know um sorry um the ancillary characters not so much the main characters yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i the two that i i fell in love with right away obviously were penelope because i love penelope um mm-hmm, in her mm-hmm. book uh and eloise yes eloise has more of a role in the in the show than she does in the book mm-hmm. at least thus far from what i've seen right right she does she's not she's not really all that other than like the dinner table scene like, no. she's not particularly like in the spotlight no no um again they play pretty you know again ancillary roles in the book right. that it's like meh you know, but she's fantastic. And I was going to tell you, so I looked up the actress playing Eloise. She's like 30 years old. No. No. And the woman, the girl. Beauty secret. The girl playing Daphne is 22. So. The, I can see that. But, the, but like, yeah, but Eloise is younger than her by like <laughs> a few years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That made me laugh. I was like, oh, okay. Of course. That's always how it works. Could you imagine that on set? It had to be a little oh bit. Oh, I'd be like, I'm playing your what? Oh, your, your younger sister. Seriously, what, um, dear actress who plays Eloise, what is your beauty regimen? Mm. She's really pretty. I think I've, I know I've seen her on other stuff, but I can't place her. Um, I'm sure if I looked it up, but I don't feel like doing that. Because um, I had to look Probably at this Probably eats picture. a lot of kale and stays out of the sun. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Which, you know, I swear to God, it's always like eat more greens. Yeah. Well, back in the Regency era, that's when you would do anyhow. You'd not so much you'd eat greens and stay out of the sun because you, God forbid, you had a tan. You look like oh you know, God. you're like a waka. Um. Yeah. So that was. That was I mean, I think we pretty. You much... You finished the series, right? You're done with. I it? am done. I. 
done. I am, I am done. Done. Dunzos. Um, yeah, I finished it. Um, <clears throat> I had things to say. I have things, a lot of things to say about a lot of things. Um, We're going to talk about it next time. Yeah. Uh, well, we, I guess we can just say now. We'll say it again at the end. But the next book that we're going to talk about is The Duke and I, which is um, what the first season of Bridgerton is based off of. Yeah. So buckle up, because it'll probably be about three hours. Because, I mean, <laughs> I can talk about how sexy the guy playing Simon is for about seven hours. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll we'll edit it down. We'll just do like a best of clips. Just a best of <laughs> clips that like jumps from, from Ray talking about like, every single hot aspect mm-hmm. of his body yeah like the the 40 minute like um a monologue i'm gonna have about his abs it's gonna be in his butt good lord oh his butt also his eyes oh wait till you get to his butt i'm looking forward to it legit there are some butt shots that are just You see one male butt literally in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And Anthony, right? Anthony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. yeah. it's been a while since I, you know, and I, I binged them all. So everything was bleeding together. Yeah. Everything all like just burst together well, at that point. You and I have talked about this. All of the Bridgerton boys, I, I, I it was hard for me to dis- at first yeah. differentiate. I'm like, right. which one is Benedict? Which one's Anthony? I get Colin because he's the youngest and he looks like and he's all. he also all... has like his hair he's is like poof. up. Yeah. He does. He has a little poof. He's got oh a little poof God. poof. Um, he's so cute. He is cute. He But he does look young. So. I, yeah, he does. He does. It'll be interesting. It'll... He's the closest in age to Daphne. He's only like. Yes. Just over a year. They're like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 18 months apart or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> and he goes, uh. He, his like he goes off like he's pretty much out of the next two books because he's off um, traveling, so gallivanting, gallivanting. Um, so you know, tonight we're um, talking about a book. It's called The Hating Game. We're, we'll talk about more in um, in depth in a bit. Um, <laughs> but I, I literally just did like a little happy dance. You on the did, Josh, so good. Josh Templeton. Um, <sighs> You know what we can do now? The talk we, we should talk about something that is hot. The hating game. The hating game. The hating game. The hating game. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you guys over on the flip side, and we're back. We are. <laughs> I don't know why I sounded like I was. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Okay, good. And oh, I... I'm glad <clears throat> one of us did. <laughs> well, I I was just realizing that I've been calling Josh Josh Templeton as Templeman. I mean, I got the temple right. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Would, it's Templeton. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That, so we'll just say it's just his body is a temple. So that's all we need okay. to know. Um, so the book that we are reading is actually my pick, um, which is The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. And I'll tell you a little bit about it. Uh, I'm going to read a description because um, I think probably me trying to remember everything, I'll end up giving something away that I shouldn't. Um, Lucy Hutton and Josh Templeman hate each other. Not dislike, not begrudgingly tolerate, hate. And they have no problem displaying their feelings through a series of ritualistic passive-aggressive maneuvers as they sit across from one another. Executive assistants to, to co-CEOs of a publishing company. Lucy can't understand Joshua's joyless, uptight, meticulous approach to this job. Joshua is clearly baffled by Lucy's overbright colors, 
over bright clothes, quirkiness, and Pollyanna attitude. Now up for the same promotion, their battle of wills has come to a head, and Lucy refuses to back down when the latest game could cost her her dream job. But the tension between Losh, blah, blah, Losh, Lucy and Joshua has also reached its boiling point, and Lucy is discovering that maybe she doesn't hate Joshua, and maybe he doesn't hate her either. Or maybe this is just another game. So, the hating game. It's so oh. good. So, this is another enemies to lovers book. Why? Because apparently Ray and I have a problem. We do. We we <laughs> love, well, we should just say we like redemption stories, maybe? For Yeah, I, that, is, that is it. Yeah. I, I mean, also maybe something I need to discuss with my therapist. Like, <laughs> Well, were we just talking about it? Was it last night? Were we talking about? Is this toxic? Do I need? Do I need help? <laughs> do I need help with this? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's um, I don't know. I think I think that is the redemption. You you know, somebody's obviously there's a reason why, you know, he's so standoffish and, um, but I think we like to see the you know the. It chips away at the bad guy, you know, um, mm-hmm. or the, you know, the, what, the tough exterior to, you know, <clears throat> or you figure out why, you know, you know, why they, you know, they were, you know, um, adversaries for so long. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, this book, they are adversaries for a good amount of the book. I mean, they are. Yeah. I'm going to say the f- almost not even, not half, but close to half. I mean, a good, probably 40% of the book because even once they start like being more friendly mm-hmm. they're still like she's st- well it's from written from her perspective so like she's still very leery of him yeah and doesn't trust him yeah and because I think there's the fights and the uh, and the animosity is so strong that it's like it does take a while for her to really warm up and 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 start to trust him and i don't think mm-hmm. i don't yeah. think honestly she really fully trusts him until very end yeah yeah and even then yes yeah, yeah there's a big thing that we're not going to spoil for you but you know yeah. a big de- declaration it's like i should have trusted him all along sort of thing you know um right like all of that was it makes more sense mm-hmm. i suppose you know <clears throat> one thing i it was interesting. I would, when I reread it, I was thinking to myself, you know, it would have been interesting is if they had taken the two co-CEOs and had them fall in love too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it'd be cheesy, but. Yeah, but that, the male. Oh, he's gross. Mr. Oh, Bexley. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So. The way she describes him is so disgusting. They work at a um, publishing house. And they're both, I would say, they're assistants. So, yeah, I think it's an office assistants. And assistants, <laughs> assistants to the CEOs. Yeah. To the co-CEOs. And yeah. so they work in the same office. After a merger. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're always talking about the Bexley people, how the Bexley people are more like Josh. And, you know, what's the other, what's her, what's the one that was? Helene. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, the originals are more like, you know, like Lucy. Um, and Lucy mm-hmm. is, I think this is her first big job, I think. They don't really go into it too much. Um, it's the first one that she got, like, super, it's her first, like, professional job mm-hmm. that she was excited about having, yeah, because yeah. she really wanted to work in a publishing house. And 
Josh has an MBA. She's 28. Yeah, yeah. And Josh has an MBA. And mm-hmm. he had a year of medical school, but decided mm-hmm. not. Before that. Yeah, but he didn't want to mm-hmm. pursue, which is kind of a thorn in his father's side that he didn't become a doctor like his older brother. Um, mm-hmm. And his dad. And his dad, his dad and, and his mother. Brother. His mother is a surgeon. His mother is also, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, do we want to talk a little bit? We want to do a little bit of a compliment sandwich? Yes. Um, so <laughs> for those can, who are, you know, if you're new to the podcast, which I means the second episode, so you're probably pretty new, um, the compliment <laughs> sandwich um, is where we say some nice things and then we'll talk about, and those are our buns. And then the meat inside is then some of the maybe things that we didn't care for as much. Um, mm-hmm. But like some books will be um, very thin meat, mm-hmm. maybe a, a piece of bacon. <laughs> um, a solitary piece of bacon yep and big old buns <laughs> and, <laughs> and then some will be a, a double decker <laughs> giant, giant giant cheeseburger giant cheeseburger I mm-hmm. see one of those on the horizon I'm not gonna say which one uh, anyhow such a disappointment we'll get there we'll get there um, so go ahead why don't you start with a pro okay um so there is, this happens, um, I don't remember, maybe like, let me get the page number. I feel like it's like page 70 or something like that. Um, but, so they, they end up in an elevator together, oh. <laughs> going down to their cars mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And also I think at the end of the week or so, or no, it's the middle, it doesn't matter. Um. I am not kidding you when I tell you that that elevator scene is one of the hottest things I've ever read in my life. It is, oh. It was so, like, I, like, reread that a few times in a row. Because that's what he's... I was, like, how... I was not only, like, wow, that's super hot, but, like, just the way that Sally Thorne wrote it mm-hmm. was excellent. I mean, yeah. just, like, super... Just incredible. It was so good. Well, and isn't, if that, isn't that where he kind of, he, I want to say, like, manhandles her a little bit? A little bit, yeah. yeah a little bit, and that's kind of Which hot. would be easy to do, because she's five foot nothing. Right, and he's six. He's, like, yeah. six and a half feet tall. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was one of the, and, and I should say, to go back to kind of explaining the plot a little bit, Josh starts to show that he's, he likes her or he wants to be friends a lot sooner than Lucy can handle, I think, at some point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. yes, they are fighting, but you can start to see that, they're, they're, you know, Josh is making an effort. Josh yeah. starts to make yes. a real big effort. He does. I think it's after the promotion or the um, announcement of the promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I could tell he, I could, I had a sense that he had feelings for her mm-hmm. prior to. Yeah. Like when it actually becomes apparent. Well, so they're coming. They're both up for this this COO position, um, and she says, "This is very early on, so as soon as you find, I'm not spoiling anything." Is she says, "If he gets the job, she will have to quit because she won't work mm-hmm. for him." And right. and he, of course, out of rage, says, "Well, then I'll quit if you know you get the job." Um, so that kind of ratchets up the tension. But I think that 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 is the impetus that makes him think. 
I might like this girl or I, well, we know, but, well, but yeah, but like the, he's realizing like, I'm, I'm so mean to her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose her. Like, I, right. Yeah. Like I will not be able to undo this. Yeah. Which does also become apparent. Hmm. So my first pro is get you a man that take care of you when you're sick. Oh my God. Why? Why is it so hot when men take care of women when they're sick, but like it's not hot when women take care of men when they're sick? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an annoying double standard. But yes, get you a man who treats you like Josh Templeman. Yeah, I mean. When you're sick. Oh, so she gets the flu. And she's, I mean, there's a, it's a chapter at least where it describes like, at least where it talks about how she's like, she is, she should have gone, they should have taken her to the emergency room. She refuses to go. She just, that's how bad she's, how ill she is. She's, she's having delusions. So, I mean, sweating through her clothes and everything. Mm -hmm. And then like really high fever, really high fever, throwing up, um, and which it, it, I, my my brain was kind of like I don't understand what day it is at one point because I yes yes it, I was confused about the timeline yeah because it's but I think that's I mean actually kind of intentional I I assume it's marginally intentional because like she was so out of it mm-hmm. that she wouldn't have known what day it was right because then when when she finally starts to make sense of everything or she's like you know coming to um, it, you realize that he's only been there a day. Yeah, right. But he has stayed at her place and taken care of her. He actually brought in his brother, who the doctor, to like look because he's he's very afraid, very concerned. Right, yeah. he should be. Um, and so, um, yeah. <laughs> but he he sleeps in the bed with her too, doesn't he? For at least a little That's while. What yeah. I thought. I mean, yeah. oh. and, and to say Lucy, Lucy, even from the beginning, she does find him attractive from the beginning yeah she does she uh-huh. she finds him very attractive so it's like she's like i wish he i wish i could say at one point i think she says like i wish i could say that he were ugly and like mm-hmm. dumpy and unattractive but he is not he is handsome and intelligent yeah and, and i want him to i want to make him smile so she wanted to get him yes. to smile all the time yes that was her ultimate game was to make him smile but then not only does this man take care of her and wipe you know wash her when she's like throwing up and everything he also cleans her apartment yes he does and then buys he's also a neat freak he is a neat so, which i'm so lucy not. i am so lucy it's not even funny <laughs> <laughs> i thought when i was reading i'm like oh this looks sounds like my room right now great cool yeah um yeah i mean and he buys her flowers when she's sick and oh gosh just We'll take a moment. He does end up really dreamy. He does, he does. Even though, oh man, what a what a bastard! What it a takes bastard! Takes a while to get, get there, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Do you have another comp, or do you want to go to? Um, we we can go to the bacon, the slice of bacon. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my con. Um, I ate bacon today. It was really good, by the way. Oh, bacon is the best. So good. So I have two. My first one okay. is. Lucy, give him a fucking break, dude. Yeah. Give him a break. If I had to hear about her plans and you're going to try to, you know, steal my ideas, why would he... I mean, well, he does, quote unquote, steal her idea with the whole paintball thing. 
Oh my God, that was funny though. He was right about that. He was right. Um, yeah, I do have. <laughs> I do have. That was hysterical. A quote about the paintball that. scene was so funny. That entire thing was so funny because he strategically puts them together through all uh-huh. of the different obstacles, but yet she <laughs> she rotates around. So she's like, yeah. she, but um, yeah, she just needs to get. I mean, at some point you're like, girl, this really good looking dude although he had been a bastard in the past, is trying to be nice to you. Just let him be nice to you. And, you know, it sucks. And he, you know, I, but we, we see some of the, <clears throat> the back and forth between them. I don't remember all the pranks um, too much. Um, but it, none of it seemed like horrible, like something that you couldn't come back from. Um, no, but I also think he didn't, realize how badly he was like getting in her head that's true until like that culmination scene where like she flips out yeah yeah oh cries i know i cried a little bit yeah um i know it like broke me a little bit inside so that's my one con is she needs to give him a little bit of a fucking break man it's interesting because my con is that he my we love the redemption story Mm -hmm. but the thing that I don't like about the like enemies to lovers trope is that in some ways I feel like and in this case I feel like sometimes it romanticizes like the Mm. like boys are mean to you when they like you bullshit yeah I hate that. I I don't and it's it's an issue with the trope itself. Yep. Um much like we'll discuss issues that I have with like historical romance like mm-hmm. later, you know. But I don't know. I mean, then you no, get that like redemption story yep. and you learn that like Joshua is a good person. Mm-hmm. He's just like he's very he's shy. Yeah. Which you don't actually like she was surprised when she figured that out. Right. And he doesn't like people very much. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, and like you and I have talked about this, about the, you know, about um, telling, especially when you tell like little kids, oh, he just teases you because he likes you. Right. And, and that's kind of telling women, not the same, in this enemies to lovers, well, they're, you know, they're, they're just tough on you because they like you. No, they could just be a dickhead. Yeah, they could just be assholes. Or you could just choose to spend your time with people who are not like that. Right. And I think, because in the real world, how often is that the case where someone is being... Never. Yeah. It's fucking never. It's never. I mean, that's the No. I mean, again, there's reading their books because it's like, again, right. if they wasn't, like, there wouldn't be the... And part of us, I think, of it too, I think as, and I could be wrong, is that we want to also take care of somebody and change them and we want to fix them we want to fix them and you know you shouldn't like you said you should not have to do that you should hang out with people that aren't like that and right and and from the guy's perspective maybe he doesn't want to be fixed so yeah but in but it is in in book form <laughs> and mm-hmm. to read it is is there is something to be said about the the redemption but yes no i agree completely i agree it sets a bad sta- standard for especially young girls because we tell them it's so you know it's okay for someone to be mean to you no it's not it's not right like you should if someone's mean to you you should just not talk to them right right 
and right. not worry about it. Not worry that he didn't smile at you when you first met, right. you know. Right. Right. But also that plays into her personality because she wants people to like her. Yeah, very much. She's a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, it bothered her that he didn't smile back at her the first day. I was met. like, man, that, that, <laughs> that was the other thing. I was like, really, that's, that's the thing? Because I mean. I've had a lot of people not smile at me, and they end up being perfectly fine people. You just don't know what kind of day they've had, what's going on with yeah. their life, man. I mean, also, merger just happened. Right. He had to let you know, 30% like, of the workforce go. Right. Come Which on. she looked at, like, initially she looked at like it was awful, like that he should have, he shouldn't have done that. Which. But I think she changes her mind on that. Yeah. But also you don't know, like, maybe that maybe that weighed heavily on his mind yeah like maybe that's why he wasn't in a great mood right maybe he you know maybe his dog just died who knows i mean we know why he was but we know but you know we know yeah um my (laughs) speaking of things that are like you never know um one reason he's not happy is because his dad is a big fucking douche canoe dude his dad is such a fucking asshole oh what a douche like Seriously, yeah. one of the worst characters. I mean, well written because I hated him so much. Right, because you really, really dislike him. I mean, he's really just hell bent because, you know, Josh didn't go to you know medical school, but didn't become a doctor. He's a failure. Right. It's like yeah, he calls him a failure. Yeah, yeah, and he's abusive verbally, yeah. ab- yes. emotionally yes, abusive, and mm-hmm. um, luckily, Lucy does stand up for him, and that's a that's. Mm-hmm pretty amazing when that happens it's an amazing scene yeah that's one of my favorite scenes from the entire book yeah truly um because i have read in real (laughs) (laughs) she says some other things that i i I wanted to to you know and when we get to quotes but i was like no it'll spoil so much yeah i don't want to spoil too much Um, um yeah but um yeah but know that that scene is coming and it's real good. It's real good. It's worth it. I guess I actually read something. I read another book uh, with not similar, uh, but a similar um, scene in it. And it just didn't come close to that, to, you know, the confrontation and sticking up for him. And which is such a, you know, it's a big turnaround. I mean, they've been fighting yeah, for, is. you know, good three fourths of the book. So. Right. That's my other con. Which is because it's not a con, but it is. But it it is. Yeah. Um, Okay. My other bun. um, And I don't want to say, I don't want, I don't want to give it away. But his bedroom. Mm. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. I mean that in his decor. You know what? When she goes into his bedroom and I brought up Smurfs, and I didn't talk about why Smurfs are important to her. But she collects Smurf uh, figurines because she mm-hmm. can't, because um, her father used to get them for her. And she's very homesick for a lot of the book. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's why she collects them. And she goes into the bedroom, and the one he she gave him is on his nightstand. And that mm-hmm. got me. I was like, oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, just Josh, just Josh. He's dreamy. He's dreamy. Um, and I think, you know, um, 
it's really funny as when they do, you know, I mean, again, it's a spoiler, but you're reading a romance novel. So, I mean, when they do get together, he does mm-hmm. say something along the lines of, if I find out that anybody treats you like I treated you, they're going to have to deal with me. And I was like, oh, can you marry me, please? <laughs> I will have all of your babies. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Um, all of the babies. Uh, pro for me, I mean, um, I, I the writing is good. It's funny. It's really comical. Yeah, yeah. Um, she is funny. She, She's a great writer. She is. She really is. Um, the, you know... The, the, especially some of the scenes like um, with with the paintball fight is extremely well written and very yeah. descriptive. You can definitely see uh, see what's happening and and some of the things that she's um, she's trying to set up like like um, where she's ref- like different movies that she's referencing in it. Um, but then also the scene which breaks my heart, but it's such a good well written scene is when they they are talking outside the bathroom after yeah. after the kiss and then he mm-hmm. pretty much tells her to go kiss her date and then mm-hmm. or no yes. no that's that's separate one um but um yeah it's just it's very well written oh man yes it, it really is she's a good writer yeah I, this is the first book i've read of hers and i really yeah really like, liked it um that speaking of, of the other scene that's another pro for me i love that scene is where he tells <laughs> so she <laughs> She's trying to make him jealous. Well, so kind of trying to make him jealous and kind of not. Um, is that she? Um, <laughs> she tells him she has a date, mm-hmm. and uh, she ends up inviting this guy. That's kind of cute. I mean, we, we <laughs> tertiary character we don't care about. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, man, <laughs> Danny, Matt. We, we, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just gonna say we couldn't even remember his name when we were trying to talk about this earlier i think it's danny i think you're right um and so he, so josh ends up driving her to the restaurant where she's going to be meeting danny and mm-hmm. pretty much tells her and that's after that's after the kiss isn't it mm-hmm. yeah it's after the yeah. elevator kiss uh-huh. and he pretty much tells her i want you to kiss danny and then you, t- you then you know you know, kind of like, come back and tell me. <laughs> um, yeah. He's like, if he kisses you better than I kiss you. Yeah. And guess what? FYI. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. No. Nope. But man, that scene's hot too. God. It's, it, it's, and it's such a slow burn. Like they don't have sex until the, you know, pretty close to the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it is sexual. Uh, oh my God. It's hot. There's some. It's, it's super hot. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's like chapters. <laughs> it is not short. No. Not short and sweet. No. No, that's sexy. The, they're, when they actually do have sex, I, I read it today. It's two chapters. <laughs> and I was there for all of it. All of it. Yep. Yep. Ugh. Every goddamn minute of that. Um, but that's my other pro. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about um, quotes? Yes. Give me a give me a quote, lady. Um. All right, so this is. Um. This is after they have a huge blow up, but right before the ridiculous 
hot sex scene because <laughs> there is only one like it's just the one there's one right well there's the sex scene and then oh they <laughs> but like the next morning too, in the right? shower like there's yeah oh yeah oh yeah that was hot too yeah. okay so there are two <laughs> there are two <laughs> yeah hmm sorry mine just went <laughs> elsewhere all right so this is before that um they had an argument they've made up um uh all right so uh she says uh i let myself say it okay i believe you we sit in silence for a moment before he speaks again the worst thing is i keep wondering what i'd be now if i'd stuck with medicine I've got so much inside me I have no idea about. I'm like the mayor of a city I've never seen. Mm. That's, I mean, you know what? And thinking about it, thinking about Josh's character is he really, there isn't much. There isn't, like, you don't, you get from Lucy everything that she likes, things that she likes like to do. I mean, mm-hmm. and part of that's because it's not written his, you know, from his point of view. But same time like when she goes to his house it's kind of like you don't still don't get an idea of who he is right yeah and because he doesn't doesn't have like he has like one family photo around yeah because i don't think he knows well also i don't think anyone's ever paid enough attention Mm -hmm. you know like he she brings up like the race cars at one point Mm -hmm. because he gets her like a little race car Mm -hmm. and she realizes like he's telling me about himself like he she he's giving me like a little glimmer mm-hmm. into himself yeah yeah and and we and it, we still don't get a ton of uh, i mean it, and also she describes him as gorgeous how are you ignoring this gorgeous man i don't know i wouldn't I <laughs> six something of gorgeousness no no um one of the things I thought really funny at the beginning is when she's talking to her parents um, via, like, Zoom or whatever. And I don't know how many times her dad calls Joshua a different name. Yes. Oh, my God. Jeremy. I forgot about that. And she, she, he will not call him anything, but, like, she, he knows his name. Yeah. But he, but he will call him by other J names. It's always other J names. <laughs> she names one at one point that she said that was the funniest she'd ever heard. And now I don't remember what it was. Because... He, she tells him, like, my dad doesn't call you by yeah. your real name. Yeah, and at one point he says that he's going to have to grovel to to yeah. her dad to, like, make up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I didn't know that there were different types of strawberries. I'm the worst. Like I didn't either. <laughs> she was, like, listing them all out, and I was like, what the hell? Is, is this a different fucking language? It's a strawberry. Come on. I know. Yeah, I was, that made me laugh, because I was, like, going through and going... Wait, I didn't... What's happening? <laughs> I know. I was like, what is she talking about? Um, yeah, I mean, he loves strawberries now because of her. Um, mm-hmm. So the one I thought of that I <laughs> maybe think of you, or I read, I can't argue. It's a corporate truth. Universally acknowledged that... Oh, hold on. One second. That workers would rather eat rat skeletons than participate in group activities. Yes. <laughs> I laugh because I'm like... Yes. Every time somebody puts, it's a truth universally acknowledged. My mind goes Pride and Prejudice immediately. Pride and prejudice. <laughs> immediately. <Yep. laughs> and now that mm-hmm. I think about it, it's a little bit. 
It's a little bit. It is a bit. little bit. It's a little yeah, bit. it's a little bit. Well, I You're mean, right. when you think about it, Pride and Prejudice is probably the enemies, the first enemies to lovers. I, I mean, mean yeah. I'm sure other stuff before that, but. Sure. But, like, the quintessential, like, mm-hmm. the one that everyone refers back to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, uh, you got some other quotes for me? Um, I really love, uh, they, this is a thing at the beginning where, um, when they're still very much enemies, that, uh, she, he gets, like, a look in his eyes, and she calls them his serial killer eyes. <laughs> a shock's eyes. It shock's eyes. <laughs> but they're in, this is right before the kissing scene, um, she says, serial killer eyes. I wish I didn't sound so scared. He looks over my, over my shoulder at his reflection in the shiny wall of the elevator. I see what you mean. You've got your horny eyes on. He spirals his finger <laughs> dramatically over the elevator button panel. Nope, these are my serial killer eyes, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, maybe his serial killer eyes are his horny eyes. And, like, you've just been misinterpreting them this entire time. Like Ted Bundy? I mean, I hope not like Ted Bundy. I guess, I guess we find out that he's not like Ted Bundy. No. Or we assume he's not like no. Ted Bundy. But I'm assuming um, Ted Bundy's... Serial killer eyes were his horny eyes. Gross. You know. But then she's like, please don't kill me. There's probably a camera. <laughs> and then he basically manhandles her. Mm, and it gets really it. hot after that. But again, she's five foot, so it's not hard. Yes. Not hard. No. No. Not difficult to manhandle her. Um The one so I've got <laughs> I have others, but I also don't want them to be, I don't want to give spoilers. Yeah, there's one I would love to, but I can't, can't, because it's, yeah. So they've got a couple of things, um, the couple games they play. Mm-hmm. One is the staring game, yes. where they just stare at each other to see kind of like, who's going to talk first? <laughs> and so this comes from, <laughs> right, is this the second half of the um Two, two chapters. Exactly sex. what you're talking about. Yes. We never played the staring game with you inside me. <laughs> I know. When I read that, I think my jaw dropped. Oh. <sighs> uh huh. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh God. I mean, pretty much anything from that because what what I liked about that is they were actually very funny also at the same time and very honest with each other. It's like the Mm -hmm. most honest you see in the book is during their sex scene. Um, And then they do play, they play truth or dare, but it's, (laughs) but he pretty much just makes her do truth all the time because he just, because she starts to lose it because they're so, you know, because he also knows everything about her, like not a, not a serial killer sort of way. (laughs) But he just, she, which he can just tell from her. He can tell. Yeah, he knows her very, very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I can imagine. Do we get? We it's been three years, three or four years that they've worked together in the same office. You know what? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. It, it wasn't new. Like no. they had been working together in the same office. But for it quite hadn't a while. been like super long, like eight years. I think it was like three or four no. years. Um, Probably. So you can imagine if you're working. And, and they share like an office or mm-hmm. like a, a space outside of the C- the co CEOs mm-hmm. offices. Like 
their offices are next to each other and then open into a room that the two of them share. Right. And for the longest time, I kept picturing a cubicle, and I'm like, that's not, no, no. No, because everything is, like, reflective. Right. Right. She talks about that a lot. Well, she also comes in with the smallest dress on the planet at one point, too. Oh, right. I forgot about I was about like, that. why, honey, would you wear? No. I know. I was like, what are you doing? And for a second, to, to I was concerned work. that it was like, I know. For a second, I was concerned it was like the interview day that she was wearing that oh, dress. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Jesus, girl. Yeah. But it, was, it didn't turn out to be that. But No. Um, that was one of the ones that I, the, the, that quote is the one I had that was like the most like, Oh, okay. Um, I have a sad one. Um, it's okay. when she's, when, like, after she's crying. Oh, and yeah. um, he says, um, he looks confused, so I clarify. You see me laugh and cry. You made me kiss you when I should have slapped your smug face. You've had a good day. Go and watch the game and eat pretzels. And he says, is that the prize you think I'm playing for? To see you cry? He shakes his head. It's really not. Mm. You know, and then this is one of those books that when I finished it the first time, I went back and reread from Joshua's point, like not like like to look at what Josh did, Josh did through the whole thing to see like how mm-hmm. much he was showing a different, you know, what his feelings right. were. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think once you know, like I think he thought that they were just like playing a game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that he. I don't think until that scene outside the bathroom did he realize just how, like, deeply he was cutting her. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and again, when he says later, like, if I somebody treated you, if someone treats you right. like I treated you. Yeah. Um, do you have any other quotes? Um, <clears throat> he, at one point... Uh, they so at one point they go to a wedding together. Um, they sure do. <laughs> which is like how so he when he takes care of her because she's sick, that's how he says she's like I don't know how I'm ever gonna repay mm-hmm. you. First of all, she's worried that like he's gonna use her being sick against her. See, or that's, like yeah, I, in right. the interview, I'm like, like, come on, lady. Right, right. Um. And she obviously has, like, some self-esteem issues. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, fine. Like, many people, not just women, many people have self-esteem issues. Um, And so he's like, fine, if you want to pay me back, you can go to this wedding with me. Because I don't particularly want to go alone. And um, they're hounding me about bringing a date and stuff. Um, So anyway, go to this wedding. uh, And she cries at the wedding. Because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes people cry at weddings, okay? Hey, man, it happens. Um, and he's like, why would you be crying at a stranger's wedding? Like, that's weird. You don't even know these people. Um, and she says, uh, marriage is one of the last ancient rites of civilization, I guess. Everyone wants someone who loves them and who loves them so much they'd wear a gold ring, you know, to show everyone else their heart is taken. And he says, I'm not sure it's relevant these days. She she says, I try to think of how to explain it. It's so completely primal. He's wearing mm-hmm. my ring. Mm-hmm. He's mine. He'll never be yours. Yeah. Which is cute. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like... You and I have had this conversation, too. It's 
you, and I don't, I, I think I know your feelings on it. I, however, I, I, I like it. I don't know if you do. Um, is when we talk about like s- scenes, especially it's, it's more, um, like the mind thing. Yeah, like the mind thing, like possession. Yeah, where like, it's yeah. usually in the Regency romance, the historical romance, where the guy's like, either it's during coitus, or <laughs> or like before or whatever, and he just goes, you know, like mine, and I'm like, that's kind of hot. I like it. <laughs> but you and I have talked about that because it it's not it's not as much of a thing for me. I don't like doesn't get me going. That's all I'm saying. There's something about. I don't hate it. No, I mean, I like stick. I like someone wants to stick a claim on me. That's fine. <laughs> stick a claim wherever you want to. You want to stick a claim downstairs, upstairs, wherever. <laughs> Put that flag in. <laughs> Boom. I claim of this land. I claim this land. It's For mine. my Johnson. But <laughs> <laughs> when did it become a Johnson? I don't know, but poor Lyndon B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. That was for the smirk this scene. Is, <laughs> oh, I think that I probably deserve a lot more horrible things for that. I promise there will be no more cartoon oh fan fiction. I can't promise that I won't find something else, like fan fiction Jesus. wise. It just won't be that. Oh. <laughs> LBJ. Um, oh sweet lord! Um, I don't have any more because the ones I have are gonna are too spoiled. Yeah, we don't want to spoil the end. Like, cause the end is so sweet. And if yeah. you haven't read it, oh. I don't want to spoil any of that awesome stuff for you. The last like, really from I'm trying to think, like from the from the wedding to the end, mm-hmm. a lot happens. Yes, that weekend of the wedding, mm-hmm. like from the day they leave to the wedding, that day at work all the way through when they get back from the wedding. Yes. It's like, a lot happens. It's probably like a quarter of the book. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's only, so it's like, it's a day. It's literally a day when you think about it. Because it's, well, a day. Because they get back to his apartment on Sunday, so. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it's like 48 hours. Yeah. Really. Because like, um, they leave after work. I think they leave a little bit early. Mm-hmm. And then, um... Like Saturday's the wedding and Sunday is the brunch and then yeah. they go back. Where um, do, do we know where it actually takes place? Is it like I pictured it like Chicago? Yes, I believe it's Chicago. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming it's and it said it was five hour drive, so it's right. probably somewhere in. I'm gonna assume somewhere along Lake Michigan. Somewhere. Probably wasn't it like on a lake or something? Yeah. Um, do you want to do some stud casting? Yes. <laughs> These are the photos I was sending Ray before we got started. So for those Holy of you who are not in the know about stunt casting, so we cast the characters from the book with celebrities or actors or whatever. Um, would you like to go first? Um, sure. So what I, what I did was not pay attention to the actual cast because they're making a movie. Right. So I accidentally saw who was playing Lucy mm-hmm. but um, I I didn't look at like anyone else because I didn't want to like mm-hmm. influence because even I went back today and I read the descriptions again because at one point she even says like she says he's attractive she says he's handsome but she says like I would have a hard time 
describing him mm-hmm. to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, like, she ends up listing his features and how she describes the way he looks. She was like, it, it, he reminds me of, like, old school Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but not, like, no glasses and, like, mm-hmm. his... Um, he's not like a, he's not wooing, uh, what is her name? What's Lois Lane? Yeah. Like he's, he's the, he would be an aggravated reporter who's like bitching to everyone. Um, at any rate. So then my first thought was like old school Christopher Reeves. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I want to look at people who are like more recent mm-hmm. but I don't picture him like Henry Cavill I know I was thinking that same thing I was like yeah no no I don't picture him like that no. um she I says mean, that I picture Henry Cavill like, a lot for different things for different reasons <laughs> for reasons for reasons um uh so anyway I looked up she, she describes his eyes as being like dark blue right like almost fine. navy which we yeah yeah which colored contacts like yeah. it's fine um, but I looked up like he. She says that he has dark brown hair, like almost black. Mm-hmm. So I looked up like dark brown haired actors, and uh, the first one that struck my eye was apparently he was on Supernatural. I didn't watch it. Um, or no, I'm sorry, he was on the Vampire Diaries again. Oh. Also, didn't watch it. Ian Somerhalder. Oh, Somerhalder. Oh, he's hot. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. I can see it. He is, I can indeed. see it. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah, he's got like the striking eyes mm-hmm. and like the like jawline and mm-hmm. mm. he's attractive. He's real attractive. He's real attractive. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's married to Nikki Reed who's from Twilight. I think you're correct in that. You know what? I mean, that he doesn't was, matter. Well, actually no. He was dating at one point his co-star from that, I thought. I don't know if they're Regardless, still together. Regardless, he's super Oh, no, high. no, I don't, I don't care what he, where he sticks it, but. <laughs> <laughs> or who he's sticking it in. I just want to look at him. And it, yeah, I and just want to look possibly. at his pretty face. Yeah. Um, and I think he would be good. And then the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of this dude. He was in, like, the image search when I searched for brown-haired actors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is that fine drink of water right there <laughs> apparently his name is uh colton haynes i've never heard of him before in my life um let's see like what he has done uh teen other wolf, than right literally yes he wasn't teen wolf you're right because i looked him up yeah oh and then he was in arrow yeah he was arsenal in the cw superhero television mm-hmm. series arrow yeah. he's 32 He's he's not tall enough. He's only five nine. Oh but. well, get the fuck out. Oh, of course, of course, girl. He's gay. Of course he. Oh, damn. of course he is. <laughs> damn, like I'm gonna have a hot dance with him. <laughs> damn. I mean, as if it takes us out of the running. Or no, something like no. That. Mama likes to look though. As if he were as if he were straight. <laughs> I have shot. Right. And, I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now upstairs don't matter you know if i'm looking i'm just if i'm imagining things i can imagine whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so he's super attractive he's um, gorgeous 
He's not tall enough, but he's still, he's 5'9". Doesn't matter. I mean, not going to kick him out of bed. Well, nope. I, he won't be getting in my bed. He, he, right, right. He would be getting he, into a gentleman's we are bed. Not his, we are not his type. <laughs> no, we are not his type. <laughs> we are missing crucial anatomy. Right. So, I'm, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's funny that you actually brought, you mentioned Arrow because I, <laughs> I went with, of course, I did see the cast list. And I have to say, honestly, it's pretty spot on. With what I, I personally think. Because I picked okay. Robbie ML, which his brother is Arrow on Arrow. But Robbie is who I think actually was supposed to be cast as Josh. Okay. And they replaced him with somebody, some other very good looking gentleman. Um, but, some other good looking gentleman. Yeah. I mean, but um, Robbie, Robbie ML, um, he gets, I'm trying to think of what, he's been in a ton of stuff, but he and his brother look almost. Yeah, they look very. They look very similar. I'm like, I'm looking at both of them right now. Um, um, but you know, the dark hair and the mm-hmm. and the eyes and um, although I don't know, does it say how tall he is? He's 32, so he's 32 also. Um, um, six, just six foot, just six foot. Well, I mean, not bad. No. Um, and then the other one, you're gonna laugh so hard. So. I don't know. I think I was on Pinterest and I was looking at. I think I was I, wondering if we should create a Pinterest to like keep track of our stunt cats. Oh, we should. Um, but somebody, I put in the hating game to see if somebody, you know, trying to get ideas for people. Mm-hmm. Someone said Kevin Love. And I was like, shut up. <sighs> but then I'm going to put this um, link in. Can the- I add him to my spank naughty <laughs> Oh, we're going to get to your list in a second. Um, <laughs> Here, let me, I'm going to put it in the, uh, the chat that you can see okay. when I was talking about. Here it is. Um, so you can go in and click on that. I've got two uh, of oh, Mr. Kevin God. Love. Because um, I saw this and I was like, and here, talk about the Clark Kent one. Um, and luckily, I believe he's tall enough. <laughs> but, he I mean, is very tall. Good is. Christ. Um, it's the pictures for those of you who are not part of our chat, cannot see it. Um, <laughs> it's his photo shoot for Banana Republic. And he's oh, got God. this gray suit on with the sweater. And he's just an attractive man. God, I mean. so fucking hot. He. Uh, he uh, My poor husband. F- F- <laughs> FYI, if you look up, there is a picture that he's naked. FYI, there are some naked Oh, pictures. he was in the anatomy issue, right? Uh, I could be. I don't know. I just saw, I put photo shoot because I was trying to find it again, the picture that I had found before. Oh. And His naked photos. <laughs> Those are bookmarked. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> but it's yeah. He's all oiled up and he's holding the basketball over his junk. I was like, damn, brother. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Hey, Google Box. <laughs> hey, Alexa. Bookmark this page for me. Um. <laughs> So did you, I mean, also, can we just talk about how, what a nice man he is, too? Because didn't he, he just covered like the... Legitimately. Yeah, wages. he was on the, the body issue. Yeah. The ESPN body issue. Oh, well, um, I like his body a lot. Um, uh, yeah. But he um, covered the wages of the um, Cavalier, or the people who worked at the um, the arena. Hey. Yeah. Quicken Loans yeah. Arena, or I guess it's now called Rocket Mortgage Arena. Yeah, Fieldhouse. Yeah, for oh, the, yes. mm-hmm. you know, what they would have been getting um, 
which I was like, COVID. that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing he, stuff. Yeah, and he also has um, he's written a couple pieces for the Players Tribune, which is um, I don't know if it's like an electronic magazine that athletes write for sometimes mm-hmm. um, about like mental health. A couple years ago, oh, he wow. was really struggling with um, anxiety mm-hmm. and depression. Like I think after the death of his grandmother. Hmm. Good. Um, and he had like a huge panic attack, like in the middle of a game. Jeez. And like left at halftime, and I don't think he entered the game again because he had like a massive panic attack. Um, and then I want to say that was like during the 2016 season or something, like the year they won. I wow. Think. Um, and so he started seeing a therapist after that, and it really helped him. And so in, I think it was 2018, he wrote for the Players' Tribune. And then in 2020, again, during COVID, mm-hmm. wrote another piece and was mm. like, you know, this is for anyone who's That's so nice. in it. Yeah. He seems like a legitimately good person. He Also, <coughs> he used to live next door to one of our best friends. <laughs> Literally fucking next door. Yep. Like two doors down, maybe, or something. It was, it was like a kitty corner from him and then wasn't next door to Tristan Thompson. Is that what it was? Yeah, Tristan Thompson also yep. lived in that same, like, gated yep. area. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, st- I was like, I want to go talk to him. Like, because <laughs> I, I would, like, go over to his house, and I would just, like, fucking drive by Kevin Love's house. <laughs> and I was just like, you home, man? Like, what's, can we, what's can going we, on? Like, when I see glass pictures of, of him on Instagram, I know. <laughs> can I borrow a cup of sugar, sugar. girl? Um, <laughs> off of your body. Off? Can I just lick it off of your body? Um... <laughs> Also, his girlfriend's a fucking model. Of course, and, of course she is. Um, oh, aren't they? Are they married is. now? Aren't they? Don't break my heart like that. What I think fuck? I saw that they're married. Um, if case anybody doesn't know who we're talking about, Kevin Love is a Cavaliers player. He's a Cleveland, Cleveland Cavalier. Cavalier. Yeah, because people yeah. would be like, "Who the you hell?" Should is this? Google, Google box that. Google his face. I mean, just Google God. all over his face. Um, <sighs> but that was my to me like, if, if he could act. But it's okay. He doesn't have to act. He could just stand there and just be, just be Josh Templeman. God, those fucking photos of him in the suit. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Who Ooh. you got for Lucy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she has brown hair, right? I couldn't I, find that. I thought so. In the description. I was trying to think because in, in our last podcast, we talked about her a little bit because I thought she said she had red hair, but I, I'm pretty sure that's very nondescript. I don't think that they go into it very much. I don't think they do either. They talk, she talks a lot about her red lipstick. Yeah. <clears throat> which like the name of which is Flamethrower, <laughs> which was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me... I don't actually know if this is the person. And I, I feel like, again, it's just like a name association. Maybe this is the actress who's playing her. Lucy Hale? That's who I have, too. Yeah, it is, is, that, it is who's okay. playing her. Yeah. Is that who's playing her? Yeah. Okay. I thought... I don't, like, know her stuff well. Like, I don't follow her career. But, um, like, that's who popped into my head. And I was like, I'll bet that that's just because I yeah. saw. Yeah. Like, I think that that's pretty spot on. Though. I think so, too. Um. The other one I had was Lily Collins, um, actually Phil Collins' daughter, um, and mostly because of the dark hair, and um, oh, and she looks oh a, yeah she looks a lot like they actually the two of them actually look quite a lot alike because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know I don't know if you did what I did is I put in short actresses 
Shorty. <laughs> that was a... Lucy Hale's only 5'2". Right. So they, um, that was a big bomb for me because it was like, <laughs> what are these seven-year-old women? I'm like, no, not what I was looking for. Nope. We're not looking for age-related shortness. No. And it was like, Paul Abdul. I'm like, okay, cool. Paul Abdul short. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Is she short? I guess she is. Yeah. I never thought about it. She danced with a cat once. An animated cat. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, do you have any others? I don't. Those are the only two I did. Um, yeah, those are the only two I really thought about. Um, Especially because we couldn't remember Danny's name. So. I fucking remember Danny's name. Also, he's a really insignificant character. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, eventually, it, it actually didn't take that long for me to not like him. Like, I think it was yeah. pretty quick. Right. It was when, like, I don't know if it was that first night or if it did she go out with him again she she goes out with him twice yeah okay the second time is where he kiss. yeah yeah so the second time um he like tries to network basically with her Mm -hmm. yeah it's like if you need help you know in the future because he's quit he has quit the place where they work together yeah and i think it's against company policy for employees to date each other right so um she ends up asking him out like right during his last week or something. And like, mm-hmm. she tells Helene about it and Helene is like, yeah, that's not going to be a problem. Um, and so they, when they go out, like he's, um, I forget exactly what he's doing, but he's like joining a startup and that should like help indie publishers or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, in his job at the publishing company was like a cover design artist. And he like, he's like, well, you know, if you need anyone, uh, if you need any help in the future, you know, when you're, when you get this promotion or whatever. Right. Oh. You can always come to me. Yeah. And, and Lucy makes a comment about how like the people at the next table like roll their eyes. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Even they know. Like, you're on a fucking date, dude. Right. Like, do not hit her up for extra work. Well, to me it was, it was that. And then, then, and then when, when he is at her apartment after she's sick creep um right mm-hmm. and takes her to work and then gets in to to um josh's face i'm like okay yeah calm yeah. your tits you right. just went on like two you dates. went on one date yeah yeah you went on two dates you kissed her once yeah and it wasn't that great of a kiss yeah calm your tits and she was immediately like, well, I think we're done here. Like, Actually, you know what? She, I, you, you were right. They only had gone on one date. They hadn't gone on that second date yet. Because it's, because they both, I think he liked the kiss, but she could tell she didn't. Right. And so she's like, I'm going to have to peace out. Because then after that is when she goes and kisses Josh again. Hell but, yeah. Um, she literally goes straight to his apartment. Yeah, because not even go home. Well, and I was thinking about it. It's not like... In last uh, in our last podcast with um, uh, friends without benefits, there are, were a lot of other characters to be able to right. stunt cast. This one, right? It's also part of a series, yeah. so like that one is, you know. Yeah. So like, there's more going on because then all of those peripheral peripheral characters, mm-hmm. most of them anyway, end up like in a different book for right. a different reason, you know. Right. So, but this one, like, it's I think it's a standalone. I don't think there's going to be anything else. No, no. Although I wish there were was more for the um, bosses yeah for the bosses <laughs> and I, this is one thing i do i wish i wish um josh had stood up 
for her a little bit more when her when the, the boss came over and was creeping on her. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Just staring the, at her tits. Just staring uh, at her tits. Josh's boss like legitimately sexually harasses her in front of him. In front of Josh. And I think it, it happens a couple times, and it yes, it's not till the second time where Josh starts to get really. You could tell. I think she describes it as you can see that he's getting very upset with it but what's Mm -hmm. he gonna do at the same time but at the same time something right like at the time i mean josh (laughs) was like i mean that's his boss Mm -hmm. right so who's clearly a really creepy old man oh that motherfucker do you want to do some ratings on this bitch yes so um we've got um (laughs) we've got eggplants and hearts Yep. Should we one more time? We'll go over what that means. So, um, eggplants <laughs> is a hotness factor, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, one being like, I suppose you could say zero, like if it's really yeah. probably not a book we would read, to be honest. Um, Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> right? Like hand touching. <laughs> um, and then five is basically like erotica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I read at the beginning. <laughs> Smurfle. Smurf erotica. Um, and Sm- then hearts. Smurfotica. And then hearts is romance. Right. Um, yeah. Well, how many eggplants do you give this? Oh, I'm going to give this five because that sex scene yeah. was fucking hot. <laughs> so hot and seriously the kissing scene too like I mean yes so the, so in the shower scene uh huh yeah she really like she part of it I think is also the build up like she makes you wait for that sex yeah. scene well you know what's really interesting too she doesn't unlike other books with sex scenes you, you gotta talk about I, I didn't there were very there were I don't think any references to the word shaft no, I don't think so. Which, FYI, here's an, here's a, a way of rating a sex scene that's sexy where I don't have to know about every piece of, you know, anatomy on both characters. I don't need to know how big her boobs were. I'm good. No. Because, you know, no. it is the way you move it. It's not how big it is. <laughs> it's the way you move it. And the way he was moving it sounded fucking hot. Yep. Yep. She, it, it was not gra- I don't want to it wasn't graphic it wasn't like no. overtly graphic at all like it but it was incredibly hot the way she described it you can and this is horrible to say it this way you can see it without having to ex- been explained like she ref- mm-hmm. she left a lot to the imagination when yes. my imagination went there went wild mm-hmm. so, so <laughs> what you tell you so what is your rating ma'am uh, I agree with the five. Okay. Because seriously, that's sexy. <laughs> Although, you know, we did say it was erotica. So maybe four because. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, four and a half. It was, it was, yeah. It was not like, it wasn't gratuitous. It, it wasn't. True. That's yeah, true. It wasn't, yes. like you said, it wasn't graphic. What about hearts? Right. Um, I said four. I'm same. Same. Yeah. Same. Because it's not like, uh, I think. To me, there will always be an element of, like, he was mean to her mm-hmm. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so I get for her being, like, she's got self-esteem issues. She didn't trust him at all. Yeah. He won her over. But, like, 
would have been nice to her. Well, and <clears throat> she realizes that she loves him. Pretty, it's the it's actually the twi- the turn, and uh, it's actually mm-hmm. um, the opposite yeah. of a historical romance. It's like he's been in love with her. Yeah, and she's the one who realizes so late that she's in love with him. Right. So, <clears throat> um, so yeah, it's not it's, it's so there's not a lot of once they do kind of get it together, it's not mm-hmm. a lot of real. I mean, romantic gestures, but not yeah. No, he's romantic <clears throat> before they get together, really. Yeah, like the flowers and yeah, taking care of her when she's like oh, deathly geez. ill. Oh. <sighs> So would you recommend this book? <laughs> oh, fuck yes. God. Why haven't you reading it right now? Um, I obviously recommend this book. If you have not yet downloaded it on your Kindle yeah. or have purchased it. Yes, please do. wherever, your local bookstore. Because um, they are please filming do. right now, the movie. So, yes. um, and so I, I'm thinking like, we don't, we're not sure, especially with COVID, like when that movie will come out. Usually it takes about mm-hmm. three months to shoot, if I remember correctly, or, or if I... Am I correct? So a lot of times, um, yeah. so, but with post-production and stuff, who knows? But, um, so yeah, read it before the book comes, or before the movie comes out. And yeah. I love doing that. I love reading books before the movie comes out. Yeah. And maybe when the movie comes out, we'll do a, a review of the movie and yeah. how it compares. Talk like, about it. Like we'll be doing with the Duke and I and Bridgerton. Mm. So what do you, do you have any recommendations? Is it your reading right now? What am I reading right now? Okay, so I just finished. Well, I sent you earlier um, an entire series that <laughs> I will definitely read because, okay, so if you've not yet figured out, um, uh, Ray and I live near Cleveland, Ohio. Um, we don't need your fucking jokes, okay? We, we Yes, we know the river caught on fire. We got it. Thank you. We know the river caught on fire. It was in the 60s. The EPA fucking exists for a reason, okay? And you're welcome because our river caught on fire. <laughs> Um, and the mistake on the lake and all of that stuff. Cleveland is actually really awesome. Okay. It's actually like a pretty cool place to live Mm -hmm. when you're allowed to leave the house. Um, (laughs) um, there is legitimately a lot to do here and we have excellent food and beer. So just FYI, if you're ever in the area, Mm -hmm. it's not a terrible place to go. And we, I, I can't speak for Ray, but I legitimately enjoy it here. I enjoy it here. Um, I don't enjoy the winters, but I enjoy it here. No, the winter sucks. But like, winters suck a lot. It was nice to have a white Christmas this year because we couldn't go anywhere. (laughs) We could barely (laughs) dig out from it. Right. Oh, I didn't even bother. I was like, we we got um, uh, delivery the next day, like dinner. Well, I was like, I'm not going out in this shit. Hope the hope the um, I think it was DoorDash. Hope the DoorDash dude can like get in the driveway. (laughs) He made it somehow. (laughs) Yay. Did you get, a, you get an extra tip for that? Uh, I think so. Sure. Well, my house um, is the Griswold house. So, uh, it. and it's got, so I have inflators. Joyous, joyous, joyous snowman and festive penguin. That's what was on the box. I had plugged those bitches because I was like, I'm not going out there every two minutes to go wipe them off so the way they, because otherwise they look like they were drunk in the, in the front yeah, yard. Yeah, also, and that snow is heavy. Yeah. So like, yeah. that's not... No. conducive to inflatables no. i um, mean uh, <laughs> I know. It, <laughs> yep. anyhow so you're saying what we you were reading yeah. anyway so i am going to read this series apparently there is an entire 
book series about a fictional Cleveland hockey team. We did nice. have a, a hockey team at one point, the Lumberjacks. That's remember? right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so this is a series called, um, it's called Loving the Sound. It's the <laughs> Cleveland Sound, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That kind of makes sense. So anyway, I'm going to totally read this series at one point. Um, the first one's called Falling Fast. You know how I am with like, I like to read series in order. So I'll start there. Um, it's written by a woman named, or I assume it's a woman, named Kat Obi. Hmm. K-A-T- um, and OB is spelled O-B-I-E. So I'm going to read all of that at some point. Mm-hmm. But I did also recently, I think last night, I haven't started it yet. I downloaded um, The Kiss Thief because it keeps coming up. Like in my recommendations mm-hmm. and on TikTok because like book talk is one of my favorite things. It's like <laughs> one of my new favorite things, truly. But it, that is, it's recommended so frequently that I was like, fine, I'll just, I'll just read it already. Leave me alone, Amazon. Just leave me alone. I'll just fucking read it already. Um, <laughs> and I will say, there is a soundtrack at the beginning. <gasps> you know, I love those. I know. I'm very excited about it. And the um, there's a quote at the beginning, or in the dedication, um, she dedicates it to a couple people. Um, and then she says, and to strong women everywhere, may we be them, may we raise them, and may we, may we support them. That's amazing. So I was automatically like, okay, lady. Okay. I and see was, you. It's LJ Chen, I think. Oh, oh, is this, the one. this book? Oh, is that the one where she has a lot of those enemies to lovers? LJ Chen. Yeah. Yes. The enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. That, um, I, God, I love soundtracks with books. I love them. I know. Same. I love them so much. So that's what I'm doing. What are you reading? Um, well, I went through <laughs> this week since I'm off. Um, on vacation this week, I read the week between. <laughs> it's the greatest thing when you work in education. Oh, I I read a lot of Amanda Quick this week, and in in I I there's something about Amanda Quick that I love, um, and I think I know what it is because it's now talk about strong women. They're always for the most part she writes strong independent ladies. Like the last her two most more recent ones, I read. Um, they were actually murder mysteries. Um, the last one, I didn't really understand. <laughs> the killer, I, it was fine because the romance was really sweet in it. Um, but it's usually like a, you know, a damaged hero of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like there's been a couple where someone's had a burn or a scar or something like that. And, um, and then the strong <laughs> lady, like, you know. And But the last two that I've read of hers, it was... Um, they weren't Regency, or they, they were Victorian era, so they weren't Regency. So it was a little bit more. It was like after um, the the law came into effect in England, where women could own their own land, um, and they could inherit land. So uh-huh. they were both um, in trade. So they were both had their own business. So it was a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, um, it was it, they were good. I liked them. Um, I then also just purchased. I haven't finished. Um, I'm. I was working my, my way through some Lisa Claypuss because um, mm-hmm. we've got one of hers on our list too, Anna and yeah. Amanda Quick. Yeah, um, put that there by me. Um, but um, mm-hmm. I'm finishing off the Hathaways, which is okay. So I'm gonna do it on a little side because <laughs> it comes back to Bridgerton again. It comes back to why of all of all romance novels series that one. I don't understand. Especially when you look at, like, you go to Goodreads and you're looking at the reviews for them. Like, 
some of the, especially in that series, mm-hmm. they're not high. A lot of them don't have high review, like ratings. Like, well, in the first one, the Duke and I, which we will discuss next week, we or two weeks from now. I don't want to like get into it too much, but like, there are many reviews that are like, this is not like you should fucking put a trigger warning on this shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what made me think. I'm like, I, I don't see and. And I like the one thing I do like about the series, like the, the television series, is there's diversity. There's like there are oh, yeah. people and of color everywhere. Awesome. It's fantastic. I mean, yes. Your lead is a person of color. It's amazing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, if you're gonna pick up a, a romance novel series, pick the Hathaways. I mean, the two, two of the books, just two of the daughters, the the, the sisters, marry gypsies. Like, that's pretty diverse. I mean, mm-hmm. and they're well-written and they're strong ladies. And I don't know. Um, Tessa Dare's Spindle Cove series would have mm-hmm. been good, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, all of those women are really strong mm-hmm. and independent. I mean, and they don't have, like, they don't feel a need. That's why they call it Spinster Cove. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's all these women who are, like. Yeah. Yeah. Who don't feel, like, the need to immediately find a husband. Yeah. Like, find on their own. Um, and they they end up with like not like I'm not, not going to call it, I wouldn't say they're like damaged but like a couple of them have been to war and they mm-hmm. have like probably PTSD and um, the one just has an immense amount of emotional baggage from like childhood trauma hmm. that was my favorite of the books that was um, A Week to be Wicked that was very good I Colin I think I might have read that one. I can't remember. I've only re- I've read a couple of Tessa Dares. Um, but it's like, it's almost as if they read the fourth um, Bridgerton series. And they're like, Penelope and Colin are great. We should make this into, we should make this into a series. <laughs> but you got to get through one through three to get there, baby. You got to get through uh, Daphne and Anthony and uh, who's the, who's uh, the Benedict. Benedict. Which from from the reviews of Benedict's book, and I'm sure there's people out there who are listening to this who are probably going to hate me for this. It sounds like, he sounds like garbage. I'm like, ugh. I mean, I don't... He do... seems like the throwaway brother. That's what it, and it sounds like his book is the throwaway book. Now, I've read Anthony's book, and I loved Anthony's book because of Kate, because Kate is a really good, strong lady. And, uh, and then, of course, ugh, Penelope and fucking Colin. Ugh, such a good book. What so, is it about heroes named Colin? Or people. Colin Firth. <laughs> or people. <laughs> Colin Firth. Didn't we have this conversation? How, you know, how, did Colin Firth ever know how long he was going to be eating dinner out on uh, being Mr. Darcy? Oh, my and Pride God. And Pride and Prejudice? Because, I mean. I just told, uh, I just told Ray she needs to read See Me After Class by <laughs> Megan Quinn. Because I finished that, like, last week, I think. Um, and it is, Pride and Prejudice plays a starry, like, a guest starring role. <laughs> Um, oh, and then also after that, I read Hands Down from Mariana Zapata. Mm. And I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. And for those um, um, out there, I have a um, obsession with versions of Pride and Prejudice. I think DVD-wise, I have, I don't know, if, if it's been made into, I've even seen <laughs> like a Hallmark version of like, I forgot. It's called like 
Oh, something about it, it, she's a she's at a dog show. That's all I know. There's a dog oh, show. God. There's a dog show. Mister Darcy's got a dog. I don't know. Anyhow, I have, I even have a Mormon version. There's a Mormon version that was made. It's actually really good. It's um, but they're all Mormons. I I don't understand why they said it. I mean, that's fine. It, it's a cute. I mean, it's a cute version. It's a cute version. But so yeah. I mean, a, there's no sex in Pride and Prejudice. So like, I guess. But it's really funny because they're definitely, yeah, they, okay. In the, well, anyhow. Okay, yes. well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, so. Do we have I, anything else? No, I think we're good. I think we've covered everything. Um, read The Hating Game. It's very good if you've not read it. Yeah. And um, um, where uh, where should they look to, or where should they find us on social media? I'm oh, yes. Right in front of me. Um, well. If you like you more can... Smurf erotica, <laughs> we promise we don't post Smurf, er- Smurf erotica. No, um, no. Well, you can find us on the TikTok. The t- the TikTok. The TikTok. <laughs> Where the kids hang out. <laughs> Where the cool kids are hanging out. The TikTok do their dances. Legitimately, I freaking love book talk. I liked Hamel talk. I got into Hamel talk. I'll bet that that was pretty awesome. It's pretty 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 great. Um, do you have all the handles in front of you? Um, I don't think I do. Um, one second. We're the worst. We are the worst. Oh, hold on. Okay. So <laughs> our website is chicklitbookclubpodcast.com. And um, our email, if you'd like to email us, if you have any recommendations or just want to tell us how awesome we are, how much you <laughs> like Spark Veronica. Chick. I, mean, I guess you could also tell us how much you don't like us, but that's not very nice. Yeah, please don't do that. Um, Constructive criticism. Yeah. I'm into. You yeah. could be like, no more Spark Veronica. And I'd be like, I know. And we Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Chick. Noted. <laughs> Chick. So the email is chicklitbookclubpodcast Chick <laughs> at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We picked one that sounds like lit. Clit. It's fine. It's we know, we know this. It, we know this. We know it. Our Twitter is at Chick Lit Podcast, and that it's Chick with C C H I C K, so it yeah. does have the K on it. And mm-hmm. then our TikTok is Chick Lit Book Club mm-hmm. tic- on the Tiki Talkies. <clears throat> yep, we mostly on the TikTok uh, follow authors, romance authors, yeah. and also hot dudes. Right, thirst traps. Thirst. Thirst traps. Traps. Thirst traps. We are actually going to read some authors that we found on TikTok because we want to support indie authors and mm-hmm. up and coming authors. And yeah. um, and I have already read a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Legit good. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my very favorites was Emily McIntyre. Um, and I put one of hers. I read the first in the series. I put the second in the series on our list mm-hmm. um, to read upcoming soon. And she has, like, a third one in that series coming out. Cool. All right, my dear. All righty. Well, we will see you guys soon where we will discuss The Duke and I by Julia Quinn. And uh, we will discuss Bridgerton, the series. So if you would be so inclined, go ahead and watch at least some of it. Um, It's dirty. Mm. Gonna let you know about that. It's not like. There's thrust in man. There's, there's there's thrusting and there's naked man butts. I mean, I'm for that. There 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 are some boobs. You do see boobs later. Okay. You haven't gotten She's, to the boobs she yet. She finished the series. I haven't gotten to the boobs yeah. yet. Yeah, there's boobs. Um, 
But yeah, we're going to discuss that next. We've not picked a fourth book yet. We have to do that. No. Luckily, we have a ridiculous list. <laughs> we're because set. like like any um anyone who loves reading, you know that the to be that the TBR list is <laughs> long. Yes. It is long. Yeah. But we will get to that and we'll let you know in the next the next episode what the fourth book is so yeah. that you can follow along with us. Yeah, but please find us on social media. Um rate us on um wherever you get your where you're you're getting this podcast, podcast. from. Yes, please rate us, you know. Preferably nicely. <laughs> If you hate us, can you just move on with your day? Yeah. Like, you don't I mean, have to that's fine. be mean. Yeah. If you don't like us, it's okay. We'll just, we'll you part as friends. To. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be all right. We'll, we'll be better friends for it. Yeah. All right, my dear. All right. We'll have a wonderful Happy evening. reading to everyone. Yes. 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 Happy yes. reading. Happy New Year to oh. everyone. 2020 is finally fucking over. Yeah, the dumpster fire is now extinguished. No, it's not. It's still fucking it's burning. Not. It's still, burning. still burning. That dumpster fire is still going. Mm, um, also, please wear a mask. Oh, uh, please, and don't touch each other out in public, please. Stand God, away from each other. Just wash your hands. Don't touch your face, which I've realized, God, how much I love touching my face. <laughs> yeah. So wear a mask. Wear a mask. Don't touch anybody. Don't touch yourself. There you go. Unless you're well, home by yourself. you can do that. But yes, exactly. At yeah. home by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, people. All right. Bye. Bye.